0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Alec Mappa Hot Mess with Matthew Dempsey Psychotherapist. My name is Alec Mappa. I'm an actor, comedian, recovering sex and love addict. I have clinical <laughs> depression and ADHD. <laughs>
1: Just a few light things. I'm Matthew Dempsey, I'm a multicultural counselor and a psychotherapist.
0: Well, the show's called Hot Mess. It's right there. So,
1: you can't go wrong.
0: What are you gonna do? Um, so today we have an amazing guest. We have Bob the drag queen. Yeah, I'm really excited so excited. About this. And uh, so the um, he said that he wanted the topic to be uh, politics. Drag and race relations.
1: Yes. Just a a few light topics for us to hit on.
0: (laughs) Have you ever been in drag, Matthew?
1: You know what? I've not ever done any kind of like r- like real drag, but yeah. uh, I've definitely got uh, I've definitely gotten to a wig and dress and heels and puts on but We some makeup, we know enough so, yeah.
0: people that we can get you in uh, somebody to beat your face properly and put Great. in a wig. I
1: honestly would love a proper beat because I've never had one of those. we <laughs> it's, should do been it. really, it's been really really kind of janky.
0: We should do a show. We <laughs> yeah. should do a show where should we do, we do we it? actually like entirely do it. in drag? Yes. No, but have like like before the show have somebody make you up. Uh-huh. We'll have like Willem do your face or something and it'll be amazing.
1: Great. I, Definitely I, it. See, How, I, I was going to ask you if you've ever done drag, but I've actually seen you in Golden Girls drag.
0: Yes, you've seen me in Golden <laughs> Girls drag. And um, my very first job was on Broadway in M Butterfly. I was in a dress for I was dressed as a woman, uh-huh. practically living as a woman for nearly two years on Broadway and a year on the road. Yeah. And that's when I really knew that I identified as male. Why? Because um, I used to in uh, in the third act, all my I strip naked, all the drag comes off, uh-huh. and that was my favorite part of the show, taking everything off and just being like, yeah,
1: like fully oh, nude. Were you fully nude on yeah, stage? Yeah, I was fully really? naked.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's very, very oh my breezy. God. But I would have like you know it's uh, uh, I was the understudy on Broadway. I understudied Beatty Wong for a year, so Uh by the time I went on, I would have done anything. I would have gone up there and sat on a traffic cone if that was required of me. Yeah. Um, But um, uh, a drag is it changes your personality. Yeah. It changes how you walk. It changes how you interact with people. Yeah. And also, it kind of uh, it it's it's extremely like um sexual. Like, really? for you it is? Um, for me, it, uh, well, I was, you know, 24. So I was a <laughs> tiny little thing and I was just, um, and I could pass. So your hormones were going
1: crazy anyway. No,
0: no, I could pass. <laughs> I was, I was lovely. Uh-huh. and um you know i had a little 24 inch waist and so like the stage crew who were like you know teamsters backstage you know their union <laughs> they would be they would like treat me differently when i was in drag they'd be like here she comes why How do you do miss you know they were very interesting uh, and um when i did <laughs> drag on the streets in new york like for halloween you know just to get dressed yeah. up and everything yeah. or uh because i moved to new york when i was 18 years old yeah. and um I couldn't get into a club with my own ID, but they let drag queens in everywhere.
1: That's amazing.
0: So if I went with a bunch of drag queens and was all dragged up, I could get into any club I wanted to, but I felt super vulnerable on the street. Oh, I really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. felt vulnerable
1: on the street, but you felt really powerful on stage or in the club? I
0: felt powerful on stage and in a club, kind of like, and I liked being in drag, but I, I, it's like on the street, you know, I was living in New York, I could run anywhere. I could yeah. go down the subway, but there, you move really slowly in those high heels. Yeah. And I looked like a real girl and I felt really like I could, somebody could knock me over. And, right. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I can see that. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. I've never actually been outside. And when I have kind of put on my like janky version of drag, I've yeah. never been outside. It's always just kind of been with friends hanging out at a house or You know, whatever, and um, so I don't know what it's like being outside. How I would feel, but I do know that when I am putting on a wig and a dress and heels and some makeup, it like actually is really liberating, and it does something differently too. Uh You know, it kind of like gives you—it just gives you license to let so many other facets of your personality out that otherwise, like society tells you you're supposed to be a certain way and you can't yeah. express. It's yeah. like, fuck oh, this, and you just it, literally, It's literally also apply. one of my
0: kinks. It's one of my kinks. I have two kinks. Really? Uh, I like Like feet. real kink. Are you talking yeah. about like real kink? Yeah, like I like feet. And then yeah. I, I think men in drag are sexy. And like kind of like it, it's it's interesting to me. The Do combination of the two different things going on. It, Do you I, force I'm your
1: husband look, to be in drag? Is, I'm, I'm, is that a No, that a no, I
0: haven't. I no? have Um, uh, My husband, if he was in drag, he would look like Katya. He would look like um, <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. He would look. That's what he, my son's done drag for um, DragCon. Yeah. Uh, because uh, to him, it's just costume, you know. And he was raised by drag. Yeah, queens. of course. Shangela yeah. was one of his babysitters. He is, uh, you know, Calpernia Adams. I mean, he grew Calpurnia, up with circus people. Yeah. People would do drag on their on their way to drag gigs. They would stop by my house. Yeah. And tuck my son in when he was five. It was the yeah. cutest thing. Uh Um, and also like right now, as we move into drag is political because it is, it it is expressing the other, it breaks, it breaks, uh, gender rules. And right now we have a really transphobic president.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Listen, um, let's just bring on our fantastic guest. Let's do it.
1: All right, everybody, I'm so excited for our guest on today's show. We've got Bob, the drag queen. Bob is a comedian, black activist, musician, and reality television personality known for winning the eighth season of RuPaul's Drag Race and one of the hosts of actually one of my favorite shows. We're here on HBO.
0: It's my favorite show too. <laughs> We're here on HBO, just got picked up for a second season and the show was nominated for an Emmy. Bob the Whoa. Drag Queen is going to the Emmy. Bob has an incredible voice in the trans community and is all about the Trans Lives Matter movement. Please welcome our friend, Bob the Drag Queen. Yay. Hey. Hi. Right. Um, I've been doing a lot of Trans live stuff this summer. Um, I had an IGT live show and all the proceeds were going to the trans law center. That's amazing. And I had, yeah, was amazing. I had Michelle Visage and Billy Porter on because I feel we, as queer people um, have long ignored uh, black, uh, trans women of color who were yeah, there from the absolutely. very beginning fighting for us. And mm-hmm. we wouldn't have this, we stand on, the sh- on their shoulders and yes. for, they've been thrown under the bus for too long.
2: Well, every interview I've been doing, I've been, definitely carving out time to talk about, uh, black trans lives. And I don't know, it's just, it, it, there's, there was a recently a, um, an event that happened in Hollywood, actually this, yeah. uh, this yeah. trans woman named Eden and her mm-hmm. friends who were all attacked. And they, and watching the video was just really <laughs> gut-wrenching. Imagine this notion where you have to try to find your assailants and yeah. the only video that's available is the video they took. Mm-hmm. And it has them like laughing and mocking and calling you names the whole time. But it's the only evidence you have. So you have to share it in order and, to get justice. And didn't they post it? I mean, why can't they find it from the poster? Why can't they because find they, it from the, the, Because they deleted their social media. So someone ripped it from their page. And oh. They, this is a repost. So Eden posted it. And then um, I think a couple of the other girls posted it too. And, um, but it was ripped from the pages originally. Mm. Oh, it's so awful. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's, they're, re- they're really dehumanized in the, in the video. They're, nobody comes out well in that. There's somebody with a crowbar attacking them and robbing them. I think the most disturbing part of the video is the people watching and laughing. Yeah. yeah. It was really, it
2: was really, it's insane. It, I remember watching and thinking to myself, like, because I'm in such a liberal queer bubble that I do forget there are people like this Mm -hmm. on the other side, like Mm -hmm. fully it is, it's bananas to think there are really folks out there who would see these ladies on the street or see anyone on the street for that matter and choose to take part in the dehumanization, the humiliation, the degradation, um, just to, I don't even know I don't even know why, but like literally strangers passing by who choose to, instead of helping or even yeah. moving along, they choose to engage, which mm. is really odd to me. Well,
1: especially yeah. in, it was in Hollywood. In Hollywood, Like this wasn't in middle America. This was like in our neighborhoods. Yeah. Which is and, insane.
2: and I think that, I think that because of where we are, people have been, people feel emboldened to be nasty, to be transphobic, to be homophobic, to be racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I do want you all to know that I do talk about fun stuff as well, and I actually had a lot of, I don't want to. Well, understand. that's about all the time we have for it, Bob. Yeah. It's been a real snappy surprise. <laughs> but I was really, I was really uh, like sitting down. I was listening to the Obama's, the Obama's speeches. Oh, uh, wasn't it great? Uh, it was so great. It was like, it's like great. mom
0: and dad are back in the house. Yeah, it was exactly. just like
2: such a comfort. And one of the moments I was thinking to myself, and I, and I really thought to myself, and I was like, even Trump supporters have to ask themselves, like, d- did he do it? Is America great now? Like, right. go on, go on Reddit, go on YouTube, go on Instagram, go on TikTok, go outside the door, go to Portland, Oregon, go to go to Florida, go to Texas, go to Los Angeles, and just ask yourself: Does it look great? Is this great? Mm-hmm. Like, is this what greatness looks like? Yeah. Like, uh, almost like I think almost one hundred seventy thousand. I think one hundred fifty thousand Americans. Have died from coronavirus. One hundred
0: seventy thousand.
2: Yeah, one seventy. Which yeah. is when Trump was like, "Is it's no worse than uh, the flu?" Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, the flu doesn't last for seven months. Let's talk about right. that. Like, right. It is like Mary. This mm-hmm. has been since since February. Yeah. Um, and, and the the fact that like that the coronavirus has killed more Americans than the Vietnamese War is insane.
0: It's bananas. Yeah. And what what's I think it's. You know, what What the Obama said was uh, last night, Obama said um, he is uh, he's not fit for office. What did he say? He said he can't grow into the job. Yeah. And I think what we've been discussing lately is this. The virus has been his opportunity to be a big hero.
2: Yeah, it was like, really like, like if at the, the beginning win it, it, over a lot yeah. of people,
0: if he lined up with Cuomo from the beginning and said, this is serious we all be we all need to gather together and gather our forces as a nation and take this seriously and have a unified response to this and we had flattened the curve nationwide in record time
2: Mm -hmm. like we could have that would have changed everything you know i talked to um a friend of mine from melbourne australia and they were like well actually love we're actually on lockdown here we're not allowed to leave our house more than an hour a day and i was like oh, you must, you, your, your numbers must be through the roof. How many cases do you have a day? They're like, it's absolutely insane. We're up yeah. to about 400 cases a day. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? And they are like, yeah, it's ravaged here. 400 <laughs> cases every day. And I was like... I don't know if you know this or not, but when New York City was at its worst, we were allowed to leave the house for as many hours as we wanted. And it was 11,000 cases every day for about a week yeah. in New York City. And they were like, oh my goodness, That's that's they dropped the accent. They said, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden they were from, from New the whole Jersey. Time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, oh my God, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> And, like, you know, L.A.'s up right now in, in Texas and Florida. And, like, this was really a change. Because there are so many countries that have more people than we do. Um, mm-hmm. China has way more people. China yeah. has almost, not almost, China, ha- China has tripled the population of America in less than half the deaths that we've had, which yeah. which is crazy, considering that China yeah. is is a, a, where coronavirus started and it was one of the, but, but now as you look at pictures of Wuhan, they're at fucking water parks living yeah. their lives. Yeah, because, yeah. because they, and I will say this on the other hand, I mean, I will say in Wuhan, it was so extreme. They were, it got to the point of human rights violations where there were there were reports they were them, sealing people up in their apartment.
0: Yeah, they were like, welding, welding people's
2: doors shut. <laughs> yeah. beating people in, So they were really, yeah. they were really taken to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But on the other hand too, I mean, they're at water parks now yeah
1: you know what I mean? Justin
2: Bieber yeah. had to cancel his concert. Yeah, I, I just know that we're- Oh, good. Okay. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say, I know that we're talking about like coronavirus right now and how Trump obviously dropped the ball on this. This was a moment that he could have shined. Um, But in so many other ways, he's been dropping the ball the last four years um and i know that bob that you uh, in shooting were here that you guys kind of went all over the place mm-hmm. so and i know that that was before coronavirus but um when you were well, going well
2: that's not that's not true wasn't it wasn't so i don't know if you saw the last episode but the last the episode last episode was it was so shut down mid, yeah because of coronavirus
1: got it okay because there was so an out,
2: because there was an outbreak in the town we we're in and of course back then like an outbreak was like it's now it's an outbreak across the whole country there's everywhere right. Right. we didn't realize they were every single where but we had to shut down production of the last episode because someone who was on like someone associated with the set or someone on the set ended up having symptoms and then they shut the whole thing down Then i ended up getting corona and it was like a lot you had the- it yeah. A lot of us had it. Yeah. It was wow. Hey, How long were you out there? How long did they, was your shoot schedule? We, we each shoot is about nine days we gotten three days in and they were sent home. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so
0: great. I mean, just kind of like having the three of you confront the middle of the country and kind of like you said, uh, what was it like stepping outside of the LA bubble and being in, in those places like my favorite episode was a New Mexico episode with all the first nations. Oh my goodness. That, was that incredible. That episode yeah. is
2: so, like having Nate and Lady Suge, who is mm-hmm. a friend of mine now, who I text with back and forth all the time. Lady Shug is just a force of nature, a mm-hmm. force to be reckoned with. She, she will not give anyone an inch. Like, I don't care who you are, what side you're on. If you're wrong, she will call you out. I love that so mm-hmm. much about her. Um, and that episode was truly like, you know, when it's you raise, when you're, I was raised in the South. Where, where are you all from? California. I'm Where's from San Francisco? Francisco. San Francisco. and I'm from,
1: I'm from Jersey. Your accent was spot on.
2: Jersey. There <laughs> we go. I am. I'm from, I'm from the South. I'm from Georgia. And, um, like being raised in the South, you are taught like very little about, uh, indigenous people. Yeah. Like mm. you're taught, like they were here and now they're not. Um, Also, everyone has a little bit of Native American in them, and fellow um, tears. We're done,
0: and we're done. It's part right. of public education here in California, and and you have to study the indigenous tribes of California because they were here first.
2: That's yeah, like was, we, we
0: studied
1: it a little bit in Jersey, also, yeah. but it but it really wasn't very much. Same yeah. thing. It was very much like they were here, and now they're not. But we yeah. were friends with them before they left. I, I well, it's so interesting next, because that's in, the next in,
0: political reckoning.
2: We haven't real. even begun in to Georgia, take that apart
0: in this country. In Georgia,
2: yeah. we all live in counties, towns, and live by rivers that all have Native names. I'm from Muskogee County. Mm. Uh, I used to live near the Chattahoochee River. Chattahoochee. Um, the Chattahoochee River and all this stuff, but we, we, we <laughs> someone's like, oh yeah, it's like a Native American blah, blah, blah something. Anyway, chello tears, we're good. Uh, <laughs> Sacaga- Sacagawea is on the dollar coin. Uh-huh. And um, well, let's watch Pocahontas. And I was like, that was all I knew. And then I started meeting these, I I had never seen that many indigenous people in real life ever. Mm -hmm. It was really, it was really moving and remarkable. Did you
0: ever go to the uh, Native American museum in DC, the Smithsonian? I've not been to any of them. I haven't been to the- oh, my God. The African-American one is unbelievable just for the cafeteria. I mean, they, they have the soul food restaurant, <laughs> the vegan that? restaurant, the, the New Orleans restaurant. But the, the Museum of the American Indian in the Smithsonian, you go and you basically see that the the, the entire nation that existed here before us, that it now has been we wiped them out. That's <laughs> a
2: genocide, yeah, yeah. Decimated, truly decimated. And, and we have not ever reckoned with that. It's kind of just odd, we're just kind of just like, yeah, it just is what it is. And we're like, wait, what? Like-
1: Was there something specific from that show that you did that actually like kind of opened your eyes in a new way or something?
2: Well, it was visiting the uh, reservation. And yeah. like, it's really interesting when you drive out from Farmington to Shiprock,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, there's like a, basically a county line. And once it gets, once you cross the line, yeah. it's like literally the road beneath your tires changes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like the dollar just stops uh-huh. yeah. right at the- uh, No the infrastructure at all. They, yeah. they, they, I mean, it's like, once you cross the line, it's like there's litter, there's- it's just like how little the the U.S. government cares about these citizens and not only are they first the first nation of this this land Mm -hmm. but also they are also fully American citizens yes Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. totally I know that
1: I know that uh that um Native American communities I mean has had kind of a long history of you know kind of being two-spirited so what was it like doing drag uh, in the in the native community there,
2: well, I was uh, working with uh, Lady Shug and Nate. The Lady Shug does identify as two spirit, mm-hmm. um, and it was actually really remarkable. There's a really fierce indigenous queer community. They were also talking about how there is a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people in the indigenous culture are um, they don't uh, worship their traditional, they don't do their traditional worship anymore. And a lot uh-huh. of Christians, a lot of them are like. Deeply rooted in Christianity. Mm -hmm. So that was like, there is the more traditional and then there's like the Christian um, uprising that's happening for for centuries, not just now, within the um, indigenous community.
0: And they've Mm -hmm. been, they've been harmed by that because one of the first indigenous community outbreaks happened because they'd all attended a Christian church uh, service. And so they brought that onto the reservation, but it's, it's what's interesting when you said, uh, they're no longer doing their traditional worshiping, uh, practices anymore. Two spirit people were originally big spiritual leaders. Within yeah. the Native American communities, the two they were called the Birdosch, and they were they were uh, referred to deferred to as having a greater wisdom because they
2: occupied two different spirits. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some I, I'm going to end up saying something wrong, but at some point, you all should definitely have Lady Shug on air. All right, talk about like the the like the impact that she had on me in that moment was genuinely profound, and I'm very very grateful that I was able to um, have that experience. So great. Yeah.
0: I mean, if, but this is
2: like. Right I mean, now- you know, also mm-hmm. quick thing too, you know, the, the, the Navajo Nation, if it were actually recognized as a nation, it'd be the third largest state in America. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, so the, the fact that, the, that these, this entire disenfranchised community is being, you know, completely ignored is massive.
0: And that's terrible that that's news to me.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, why I didn't know that. I, I know, didn't that yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, you know, this is, this is a time of, uh, what Kamala Harris called it, a time of inflection This is a time where I was talking to a friend from high school last night, and I don't want Black Lives Matter to become like the ice bucket challenge. You know, I I, I, but but I feel like the genie's been let out of the bottle. I don't know. Matt, do you think as a white person that the toothpaste can ever go back in? Do you think that this conversation is here to stay?
1: Um, I don't think the toothpaste can ever go back in. Obviously, I think kind of at the time around like George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and everything that was going on. I mean, that was like the massive surge that came out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was everything that had everybody paying attention in a newer way, especially white people. Um, I think, you know, like anything, I think there's going to be, you know, as time goes on, like we see our news feeds on social media starting to return to normal. So it doesn't necessarily have that same thing. But I don't think that it's ever going to go back to what it was before. I think that white people are... Uh, the majority of white people are far more um, kind of aware of things in a way that there's more of an intention of starting to get more at that kind of, of white privilege and kind of the more nuanced, um, you know, implicit bias and racism I feel that, that way exists.
0: about younger, whiter people. Younger, whiter people. Well, white you know, people I don't like know if
1: anybody has, has anybody watched Oprah's, uh, The Oprah Conversation on Apple TV? I,
2: I have Apple TV. I mean, I should okay. go ahead and click yes, on it.
1: Yes, it's on yeah. Apple Plus. Anyway, so she just started it, and it's basically her... It's her take on everything that's going on with Black Lives Matter and, and having these conversations that she felt that there was a lot of um, missed opportunity on kind of bringing more humanity back to the conversation. Hmm. Those are her words. And so she's having these conversations and there's a lot of white people that are coming on that are not of the, the younger generation. So, yeah, and it seems to be a lot- of about white
2: people for a second. I want okay. to talk about white In general, I think that white people have to work on being less annoying. White people are just kind of an annoying faction of this. They're really annoying, even-, even Like annoying how? What do you mean how? Even how, specifically how? Even white people are annoyed by- This show by just got people. really good. I think even white people are annoyed by white people. Yeah, is
1: there- no, I-, I don't disagree, but I'm curious for you. What
2: stands out as some of the most annoying parts of white people. Like, for example, I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and let's just say that I'm that I'm in a 12 step program. Right. Uh-huh. And, and uh, when someone brings you into this program on the East Coast, we say they're they're your angel. They brought you in uh-huh. but on the West Coast that someone said, so and so, this is my they're my Eskimo. And I was like, oh, my God. Ooh. And they were like, I was like, I'm sorry, what was that? And they're like, Oh yeah, she's my Eskimo. And I was like, what, <laughs> Like, what do you mean she's your Eskimo? I've
0: never heard that.
2: I, I was in twelve step,
0: and I've never heard that.
2: Well, it's the person who brings you in. Apparently, And I was like, have, like, have you considered like what it is to like basically be like she's my black? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like
1: yeah.
2: oh, she like you know what it is. This is she's my Filipino. Yeah, and I'm like, I I'm can't. sorry. What? What are you? What the? Are you saying? <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. How did you like? But it's it is stuff like that, microaggressions like that. Yes. And they are coming, yeah. and, and I'm sure that Alec can tell you, they are just flying at you from every direction, nonstop, all the time. Over yeah. your head, under you, yeah. Hitting you yeah. And yeah. yeah. I'm just or 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 like having to look at like um someone, um uh what's her name? And, and by the way, she's not a bad person, but she did she did a thing, and now she's like, I just never like oh, uh, what's this? the Jewish comedian Sarah Silverman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, Sarah did she Silverman just get called that like, or something? Well, she was she recently was like, I really have to apologize for doing blackface. Bear uh, in mind, this was this was not like Justin <laughs> Trudeau doing blackface back in I, the '90s in college. Yeah, yeah. this was in like two 2000- thousand. Like, this, this is this was last week. <laughs> she was like, and she was like, you know. She
1: apologized in blackface.
2: Yeah, she was like, as she was wiping it off, she's like, oh, let me, let me get <laughs> oh, yeah. so Sorry, guys. Uh, I got to get a makeup wipe. I'm so yeah. sorry about this. Um, But like, as it was turning from blackface to grayface to her, you know, whiteface, she was apologizing. And I was like, there is no way you did not know that was offensive when you did it. You did yeah. it knowing it was offensive. Yeah. So stop acting like you were a college kid or you did it in high school. You had no or someone, idea. Or yeah. someone Bitch, you knew. You fully knew. And now you just feel stupid because everyone's like, oh, I always said all these makeup artists are coming out with makeup lines. I want to do a, 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 a line of foundations and everyone's going to be named after someone who did blackface. I want to have one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to have like, hey, guys, this is my new. This uh um, <laughs> this thing's called Justin Trudeau did blackface. Right. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> this is our other self- foundation, Sarah Silverman did blackface. But um, yeah. this is, this was really controversial. Well, this was called, uh, I hate to tell you, Judy Garland also Judy did Garland. blackface. Oh, Judy man. Garland from yeah. The
0: Stair. It's like part of uh, Shirley Temple at yeah. some point in one of her I days.
1: mean, listen, there's there's like absolutely no justifying any of it. And, 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 and Matthew, ignorance is wildly that's real. And
2: annoying.
1: That, that is, is so yes. annoying. I mean, anno- and I think annoying is putting it very mildly and kindly. So yes, it is. It is annoying and it's I, and it's ignorant. And I'll tell you though, because I went, so in grad school, uh, I'm a psychotherapist, specifically the kind of psychotherapy we know, I do, we know. The, specifically <laughs> the kind of therapy I do <laughs> is, it, is multiculturalism. So it's all about really kind of unpacking a lot of. A lot of things and especially for me as a white person in that program having to unpack white privilege and I had never even heard of that or understood of that this is back in like 2005 for me and so it was the first time like so ignorant that I didn't even conceive of that idea right of like privilege and then even unpacking things like you know white identity development it's like what what are you talking about white identity I'm just like white even being able to understand some of these concepts and kind of how I move through society as a white person. So, I mean, like some of the things that are so basic to every non-white person and just so known, you know, throughout um, history was completely deaf to me. So, like, like you I know what else is really it.
2: kind of an annoying thing? Like the notion of like having it like the double standard, for example, if a French person comes to America with a French accent, it is but if a black <laughs> the person up, does, like, oh yeah. 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 But if a but if a black person mm-hmm. from an African nation also speaks French, mm-hmm. comes up with their African rendition of the same language mm-hmm. that is trash. If if a Mexican is or like being bilingual, if mm-hmm. you are white and you speak Spanish, it is like, bitch, go off. Yeah. If you're Mexican and you speak English, they're like, yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's so wild. It's, it's yes. it, it, yeah, I mean the you
0: know Absolutely. I'm in the weird position of being an Asian person who sometimes people feel they can be racist in front of me. And, but it happens more to my husband. Our son is black. And we were at a, a playground in Pasadena when he you Y'all was are six. really the cast yeah. of Cinderella. We are, we are. <laughs> and so uh, my my son was six years old. He was on the swings. And my, my <laughs> husband was sitting next to this Chinese woman. He goes, I, she said, I like this uh, park in Pasadena. It's so much better than the one at Altadena because there's just too many black people. And um, there's too many black kids. And I get worried. And then my husband just looked at her like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Two seconds later, our black son runs up to him. Papa, 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 did you see me? And my son, my white husband's hugging him and kissing him and he just looks at the woman and she basically crumpled up into like a yeah. leaf and just blew like, away. As she should I, have been. I wish so that mortified. as your son
2: ran up, your, your husband will go. oh, my God, they're here. <laughs> Run. They're here. They heard you. They heard
0: you. <laughs> I know. But what's weird to me is the, exp- oh the, the the racism that you experience, even as a drag queen. Like, they'll be like, everybody flocks to Trixie Mattel and Alaska, who are great girls and everything. But and it's like, well, yeah, the black queens are like, uh, uh, we need <clears> this shit up. We're over here, but they're, they're followed more on social media. Is that true? Do
2: you find that to be true, Bob? Yeah. I mean, the white wings are definitely more, it's really interesting. Let's talk about drag race. Drag race, the casting of drag race is pretty, is very racially diverse. Like for example, a couple of the all-star cast were like literally over a half people of color. It's one of the only TV shows that is that racially diverse without being labeled a black show. Right. Uh-huh. Like, like normally, if there are that many Black folks, it's a Black show. Yeah. Or that many Asian folks, it's an, it's an Asian show. It's a, Asian and fans. a Black person hosts it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, uh, two. Well, rest in peace to one of them who recently passed away. But uh, the the two main um, story producers are also. Oh yeah, I
0: remember she passed away uh, just uh, yeah, last year.
2: Yeah. A Mexican woman named Mish and, and and rest in peace to a Black woman named Jacqueline. Um, who was also? Uh, they were the two main story producers. Mm-hmm. So most of the the molding of the stories you see are also by women of color. Uh, the host is a, is a producer and a person of color. A lot of the queens are people of color, but that doesn't stop the like the the the, this, the white queens from being. Now there are some, uh, there are some black queens who are very popular. <clears throat> myself included. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. But I, but I also always remind people like there is a difference between the like whenever there's an exception to the rule, that doesn't mean that that's now the new standard. Like right. When, well, like whenever you see um, like for example, Obama becoming president, and yeah. people are like, that's it, racism is mm-hmm. done. We uh, do no, yeah. like no, no, no. Obama's <laughs> the exception. Until that becomes the standard, like here's my here's the real tea. I would say this: we're not done working on trans lives until you know for sure that you can see a black trans woman walking down the street and not only not think twice, but not fear for her. Like if, right. you see, mm. if, if I see a black trans woman, I'm like, how, like I, my first thought is like, how is she doing? How's yeah. her experience been today? Is anyone I'm looking around? Is anyone yeah. at her funny? Right. Then once I'm not thinking that, then I would say, do you know, reached- do you know, T.S.? Mm. Are you friends with T.S.? When we know each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I was filming a series in Atlanta. T.S. Madison. She's a big social media star, uh, uh, a big personality. But off screen, she's just lovely just as a mm. person. And we became really good friends. And uh, she's a former sex worker. And uh, she, you know, she almost died a couple times. She was almost murdered yeah. a couple of times. She always packs. She always has a piece on her. Oh, she is yeah, a packing, yeah. packing so, mom. Uh, so we were having a, a dinner one Christmas with her and her mother at a restaurant. She shows up, and I said, are you packing? And she goes, yeah. And I, I looked at her like, really? You always have something gun. And she <laughs> says, I come from... Where I come from, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she has those big titties. She can probably hide a, a couple of guns. Yeah, there,
0: yeah, but she's not. She's not. She has such a um, a sense of who she is and what she needs in order to protect herself, in order to be safe as a yeah. black trans woman. And, and
2: and that doesn't come from nowhere. And it's really interesting. Like these, like these people storming the Capitol building with their guns. I'm like, what are you fucking? What are you protecting yourself from? What are you yeah. what do you need this? What do you <laughs> what is
0: going on? And they got yeah. the cops' faces. They just got that was that to me was the was the crystallization of white privilege. That you can take a, an automatic weapon into the state capitol, get in an officer's face, yeah. and not be dead.
2: Yep. And that's how that's how I would I I won't would, I won't even jaywalk in front of a cop because I'm like, I am not trying to end up on the yeah. news tonight. Yeah.
0: We're going to switch gears for a second here because uh, you told me and Matt right before the show that you have a new podcast coming out and it sounds
2: fascinating. Yeah, tell us about it. I'm all about it. So I've been working on a new podcast, not out yet. It's called uh, The Complete Works of Whoopi Goldberg, where I will be going through every single feature film that Whoopi Goldberg has ever been in, no matter how small her role was. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be trying to uh, link up with people who are in the films, who have, who are connected to the story in some way, shape, form, yeah. or fashion, and yeah. just other people who just love Whoopi Goldberg as much as I love Whoopi Goldberg. I watched... Her very first, okay, her very first film is called Citizen. It's shot in San Francisco. I thought it was Jumpin' Jack
0: Flash. <laughs> I thought that was her no, first movie. No, her
2: first film is called Citizen. I'm not losing my mind. I'm giving it away. It was shot in San Francisco. It was like this guy's first film. It was like a student film, basically. And it is impossible to find. I had to go on the internet, oh hunt it down. Like how find, old is she in it? She. This was in 1980. Two. Oh, okay. okay all right so she's yeah. done the broadway show already she has done the broadway uh, shows and th- i think this is how she got her name because she was she's done the broadway show because i mean if those films in san francisco they probably she probably ended up coming from new york because she's from new york yeah
0: so i saw the broadway show when i was at nyu i was a freshman as a freshman freshman sophomore freshman what, what and, year is this uh, this is 82 this is mm-hmm. no 80 83 Yeah, because I started I started in the fall of 83. I saw her Broadway show. And so I was obsessed. So I saw everything. I saw Jumpin' Jack Flash. I saw um, uh, 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 Color Purple. I saw Clara's Heart. She did Clara's Heart with Neil Patrick Harris. Mm -hmm. And there was a time where there was a Whoopi Goldberg movie every month. There was Fatal Beauty. Yeah. There was The Burglar, and I saw them whether or not they were good. And she did out. She did one with Sissy Spacek, The Long Walk Home. I mean, she I did,
2: love. Yeah, yeah. Long Walk Home. <laughs> so, is it Long Walk Home a very Karina Karina? It yeah. was almost like Whoopi Goldberg made the same movie. Yeah. Basically. Anyway, so I'm I'm going to be going through. Uh, I'm having some amazing guests. I'm, I'm trying to secure you here. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, also, um, um, uh. What's her name? Now we're gonna Nicole Byer is gonna be joining me. Yes. So I have hunted down the lady who plays young Seeley in The Color Purple. Shut up. Oh. And I want to talk about like like what was it like to like I I'm just so intrigued by the whole process of like being this young girl cast in this movie. Yeah. But also a big part of the movie was like you're playing this character who's like abused, but it's also Steven Spielberg and you're. Eh. Oprah Winfrey. I, I did yeah, a movie Oprah. with,
0: I did a movie a couple years ago with Margaret Avery who played Shug and mm. I had her record on my Instagram. You shall.
2: <laughs> Bob, have you met Whoopi? I have met Whoopi. Yeah. I met Whoopi yeah. a few times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, have you talked yeah. to her at all about this? I've not. I'm going to no. launch it. And then after it's been out for a little bit, my goal is to get Whoopi to do the final episode. She'll do yeah. it. Oh my God, She'll do sure. it.
0: For sure. We did. I, I have the distinction of being in a movie with her, a Del Shores movie called uh, A Very Sorted Wedding. And uh, they, they 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 said, I wonder if we can get Whoopi to do this. And they just asked her and she did it. And she's, well, <laughs> she's well,
2: one of my well, heroes. Well, obviously, I'm going to have to reach out to you for A Very Sordid Wedding. Um, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, anyway, it is really, it's really, I'm even excited to do, like, she was in Little Rascals for, like, three uh-huh. seconds. She uh-huh. was? She was Buckwheat's mom. She was Buckwheat's oh. <laughs> oh. mom. right. Yeah, so I'm actually <laughs> really excited about the notion of, like, doing this podcast. And, again, no matter, it's going to be a video podcast. Um, but also, again, no matter how small the role is, I am going to watch the movie. Yeah. This first movie, Citizen, is... It's in the realm of unwatchable. It is a <laughs> like well, Alec, this will speak to you. Imagine a movie that is as San Francisco as a movie can be. Uh-oh. And it's an, and it's an art film. So it's uh-huh. like there's no main characters. It's kind of like God spell, like people just kind of like walking around and they keep running into these like people who are losing their minds. <laughs> and then San they Francisco. just And then they just, like, leave the person. Mm -hmm. And then, like, they're in a car with this person who's, like, driving them around like an Uber almost. And then he's, like, yelling at them. And then they just leave and then they find a guy who's standing at a tombstone and he's like yelling at the tombstone. They just, they're just they eating burgers and sandwiches <laughs> watching him yell at the tombstone and they just leave and it's just a really fucking bizarre That sounds
0: movie. bananas. I'm going to have yeah. to look it up. Um, Okay, Bob, I want you to put Matthew in drag. I think you should be Matthew's drag mother. So <laughs> well, he can have, have the full experience.
2: Well, I heard you earlier saying that you were going to get Willem to do his face and I was like, you don't want someone to do a good job? <laughs> oh! Oh, it well no when you're
0: in LA, I I think that it's it's you it's you should we should do a show where you make Matt up and so he has the full I would be
2: honored. Experience. Well Matthew, let me see. You know, I I I don't have a great di- face. You do have a great face. But I don't I don't want to dissuade you. A lot of times people who are handsome just don't particularly make pretty drag queens. I'm, and I'm you not, and you've I'm got not a the handsome is- I'm not you, the prettiest lady. You got a strong, a very strong jaw. Yeah, so
0: we gotta soften it with the with the whisk to go that cover it. We gotta minimize
2: the face, now, make it I, face smaller. Alec, you on the other hand would be Stunning. Probably, <laughs> I mean, your your face is like like yeah. like a like an emoji. It's I'm just so like gorgeous. a perfect, a yeah.
0: perfect circle. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, you go, if you go to bygone Broadway on Instagram, <laughs> somebody posted a picture of me in M Butterfly. And oh, I, 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 I
2: love me I, I on Broadway I'm in 1988. I love that you think I wasn't already googling it while you all were talking about it. I found oh so many pictures of you, Bob. In, in everybody Butterfly. to me is twelve years old, <laughs>
0: as far as I'm concerned. I like I, I nobody was can
2: remember. Well, as um, you were talking about it, I was googling. I was, I was I was like Alec Mappa in Butterfly, and I've seen a lot. Of, there is one butter one picture that is. Well, I'm gonna tell you all what I'm looking. at. I am looking at a 14 year old with <laughs> Stage of 14 with, with chest definition <laughs> who has snuck backstage, lost their shirt, and then <laughs> bit down and picture something up and they someone said a ca- held up a camera and they just looked at the camera. And knew, I don't know who took this picture, but I know for a fact you had sex with them right after this photo was taken.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, look at
2: them like take the picture so we could do it already. <laughs> oh
0: my
2: god. So this, I mean, you you are
0: uh oh hurry-
2: yeah, beautiful. Yeah.
1: Oh, All right. So we're
0: gonna have a big drag show when you're in town. Uh I want to ask a question. How are the Emmys gonna work this year? Gonna get dressed up? Are you gonna have a moment, a zoom I, moment?
2: I honestly okay, I don't know how they're gonna work. Years ago, I was on a cruise ship um with um with, with uh, me a year ago. Well, yeah, but it was this with yeah. RSVP a while back. By the way, your show was one of the funniest fucking I remember there was a point. I I I never want to tell another comedian this joke because you you can never do it justice. Oh. But it was a joke you were telling about how you said you were at a bathhouse and all this stuff going on. And you thought to yourself, I look crazy. Do you remember this joke?
0: Yes, yes. I was. Um, yeah, I was, I was. I was having group sex. And um, I, and I said that as somebody was getting me from behind. I had one in each hand. I was about to insert both of them in my mouth. And then I saw myself in the mirror at the foot of the bed.
2: And I said, I look like a crazy person. It the show your show was one of the funny i've seen a lot of shows in these crews and a lot of stand-up in general one of the funniest fucking shows it is you are you you are uproariously oh that means a lot i mean thank you so much people were fucking screaming people your show went over but no one wanted to leave oh yeah (laughs) no one would leave and then i stuck around for the second show (laughs) and and i was drunk
0: And she was (laughs) I drunk. I like, I told jokes twice, I lo- I got lost,
2: uh, yeah. But it was, the, I don't know, you're, you're brilliant. Anyway, that's not the point. So okay. I was on a cruise ship a while back, my first cruise I ever did, and I I was at one of my shows, and this guy was like, you are really great. And I was like, thank you. And I, I was getting encore after encore, folks were crazy. And this guy, like, waited right after one of my shows, and he goes, you're really amazing, but you know, I don't want to be the one to break the bad news here, but you're going to have to, like, let this drag stuff go if you ever want to make it big. Yeah. What? Like, you, can't, you can't be big. Doing drag, and I was like, oh, "Of course I can! Like, why not? Like RuPaul did it, and this person did it, and they met and did it, and blah, blah blah." And he said to me, "He goes, you know, one day you're gonna win a big award, but you're not gonna be able to do it in those shoes." And I still who have this. Who is this? Somebody it on RSVP? He
0: some...
2: was like some guy who works in Hollywood. I don't fucking know. And then it's really funny. I was like, I work in Hollywood, like Hollywood's like like a store. Like I work right. at Hollywood, <laughs> and I know everything at about Hollywood. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work at I work at Hollywood. I'm an, I'm an employee at Hollywood. Um, <laughs> but you still have but... those shoes. I still have issues. they are falling apart i'm going to get them like put together or something but i've always said that if i ever when i win any major yes. award i'm going to wear these they're these huge gold glitter cheap ass platform pumps i can get them if you have if you can take a where like do you a,
0: get shoes because you're a big lady you're a suspiciously large woman yes, which is that title of your um your special
2: which is on amazon
0: yes it's on, on Amazon. It, it's on Amazon
2: right. Prime. And I also have Bob the Drag Queen Live at Caroline's available mm-hmm. on Amazon for purchase and iTunes for purchase. Um, I get my shoes online. This is where I got from a friend, and I used I used to buy them at, at Payless, RIP Payless, um, which is no, I don't know if you all know this or not, but that was a huge, yeah. a huge loss in the drag community when we lost pay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so where
0: that. so you have an online thing? You have a you where do yeah, you go, where, do, well, where the, do queens get shoes?
2: Well, there's a website called Only Maker and Only Maker does like custom shoes, but they're really inexpensive. They make really, really big shoes. There's also a place called Costumes for Less. They sell some nice shoes. Bordello sells great mm-hmm. shoes. And yeah. Amazon has good shoes for if you have a big foot.
0: Because I have a friend who is a, a very uh, large person and with a size 17 shoe that wants oh, to do drag. God. And I'm like, good luck with that.
2: <laughs> well, uh, you gotta go to Only Maker. You know, Eureka's the size, like think 15 or 16. So oh, good Lord. big-footed holes out there.
0: All right. Matthew yeah. and all are, are about getting the vote out. And I understand you're about yes. getting the vote out too. Is that a big part of your message now? As you're imagine if I was performing?
2: imagine if I was like, nah. Imagine if I yeah, was like, Yeah, no, not really.
0: <laughs> voting is for old people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who no voting is insanely important. Uh I mean the Trump administration is being the I, I'm actually quite shocked at how blatant they are. Uh-huh. Yeah, with it's gotten to the point where they're just like, "Who gives a fuck?" I mean, they yeah. are really being like, "We don't care. We're we're gonna show you how a sausage is made, and we're gonna, and then yeah. we're gonna force it down your throat." Yeah. So we
0: always end the show with our very special guests. And thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. You, I love this oh, peek God. into your inner sanctum. When I'm in New York, I wanna I wanna try on every single wig. Um
2: oh, uh, and there's also you can't see the the closets over there. So all the costumes and oh, the amazing. jewelry and some it's
0: so uh, what is your hot message for the day? Your hot drag political race relations message of the day. I, and go.
2: Race <laughs> I, I will say this. I think that we are now at a point in our lives where we are genuinely taking the word consideration into thought. You know, when people say vote, like that's basically like consider vote, considering blah, blah, blah. So when we say go out there and vote, it is literally like we think that it's. We've been told by the Republicans and by conservatives and by Trump supporters that, it's, that we are helpless. That we can't do anything. That our votes don't matter. That we cannot claim this country. We have been told that America, at mm-hmm. some arbitrary time in the past, was really great. They're not really telling you when it was. They're not telling you if it was pro pre Jim Crow. Yeah. They're not yeah. telling you if it was during the '80s. They're not telling you if it was during slavery. They're they're insinuating that at some point in time, America was great, and we're headed back there. And mm-hmm. if you look at what's been happening in our country since. uh uh, since uh trump has been elected it is clearly a hearkening back to a time where marginalized people don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. being in public and that is the great time Uh that uh that so that a big question to ask yourself is when honestly truly when was america great and who the fuck was it great for yeah you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah, Gone with the Wind, it was good for Vivian Lee. Exactly. Uh, except for I that mean, part with that war part, you know, it got a little hard for her at
2: some I, point. I can't remember the comedian who said it, but he was like, you know, people always ask, like, if you can go back in time at any point, where would you go? And Black folks are like, nowhere. I would nowhere. never, yeah. I would never go <laughs> yeah. back in time. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is not, I wouldn't go back, I wouldn't go back 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've thought about this actually as a white
1: person. There's been times where I'm like, oh, I'd love to go back in you know, 100 centuries. You can That'd go back cool. anywhere. There's going but to be then, a table waiting for you. Yeah, but then I always think, but not as a gay person. So fuck it. I'm not going anywhere either. Well, um, may,
2: may, maybe you could code switch and be like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But Mary, you, like, you you, you don't want to visit, especially this United States of America. Imagine me yeah. being like, I'd like to go back exactly 170 <laughs> years. then it's a new cast of fucking 12 years of slave happening all mm-hmm. over again. <laughs> My hot message of the day is get out and vote.
0: It counts. Too many of us sat at the last election and look what happened. Vote. Where can folks
2: find you on, um,
0: on uh, the socials, Bob?
2: Well, if you uh, type in Bob the drag queen on Twitter or Instagram, you will find me or you can go to Bob All of my socials listed there. You can also check out my brand new special well, brand new is in February. My newest special which is uh, Bob the Drag Queen live at Caroline's? It is legit. I'm very proud of it. It is one of the funniest things I've ever done. Yay! We'll get we'll get Ken to send you to a um a, like a a, a free. Version of it, you can Yay, watch. Yeah, oh love yes. to see it.
0: And uh you know, if you haven't watched, folks, you got to see. We're here. It's so moving it's and so lovely. Yeah, and so good. And you make us proud, Bob. Yeah. love you so much. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah, thank you,
2: thank Bob. You. This was. I'm. I'm sorry, I've done a lot of podcasts, and I've never been like more. This was very fun. I would like. Yay. Oh, yeah, that's what that.
0: we want here at the Hot Mess Podcast. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see you in a bit. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye um wow he was great
1: i love bob bob so is good. so
0: good what, yes. a, what a what a lovely way to spend the afternoon you've become yeah. the favorite part of my week matt just catching up with you and come on talking, get uh, out talking here. about mental health no Enough. i'm having i'm having a genuine moment with you so just oh my God, take thank that you in. i accept um, it. thank you <laughs> speaking of which where can people find you on the socials matthew dempsey you,
1: you can find me at mj dempsey psych on instagram and twitter and matthew j dempsey psychotherapy on facebook
0: you can find me at Alec Moppa at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can find us both at the Hot Mess Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Write us, write us at our Instagrams. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know uh, that you love the show and that you love us. <laughs> we, we love to hear that sort of thing. <laughs> we here at the Hot Mess. Oh, oh, and most of all, don't forget to download and subscribe so you keep getting more Hot Mess week after week. We know you have many choices when it comes to being entertained your podcast entertainment, so we're so humbled and grateful that you chose to spend your hour with us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.